0: The Broom Wagon Podcast goes to BCA. This episode is The Explorers. Hello everybody, this is Stefano aka Calamaro, Calamaro CC on Instagram or the Broom Wagon Podcast in the same place and just here to remember you that you will not get there on a road bike or even better, this time is gonna be even further because we are not gonna go on paved road and not even on fire roads. But let's start since the beginning here because it's really important for me to tell you thank you. And also please, if you can just share, save, or comment, do whatever you want in the platform where you're listening to this podcast. Another way to keep this podcast independent and it's really appreciated is going to the description below. Find the coffee link and drop some coins just some change is going to be enough because in this way you're going to show me how much you appreciate my job and how much you want this podcast to stay independent. Because as you remember, this year is everything on me, so no sponsors and nothing. And if you appreciate what I'm saying, what I'm doing and how many stories I'm throwing around, well, this is a good way to show me how. This couple of episodes of miniseries is about an amazing event called BCA, Bike Connection Agency event, in this case is Road and Gravel Spring 2023. I was invited there like last year and I had the huge pleasure to talk with amazing people, to stay with amazing media people and also with amazing brands that are really sharing the values that are also part of these podcast. In this time we're going to talk about some brands that are doing things a tiny bit different. That's why I'm calling them the explorers. It's super easy to go out with a copy of a copy or just by following the same trend of anything else. The most difficult thing is doing something different but with some values and with the idea of innovating. That's what I'm talking about today and I had a huge pleasure of talking with two major brands in this case. One of it is YT, Young Talent Industry. They are doing basically mountain bikes but they decided to jump into the gravel world with a product that is completely different. I'm talking about the chapter and uh, I mean a gravel bike that looks like a mountain bike and also with the front suspension and capable of a lot of things. Why don't you get a mountain bike, people? There is a reason why you don't get a mountain bike and you get a scepter. And here we are talking about that. I mean, the most important thing for me is talking with Frank in this case, but with a company that has amazing values. The values of putting a huge smile to the face of people that are riding their bikes or using their products and that's exactly what YT does in their own way. This is the first part. The second part, still the explorer, I'm gonna talk with Nicolo from Northwave. Northwave that is started from snowboard and from this part of the world and this part of the outdoor sports that just doesn't care so much about anything else than just having fun and staying outdoor for the longest time possible. Same values, more or less, with a bit of shuffle, but with the same idea of exploring new things. How does it sound? It sounds amazing for me. I will start in the beginning, and now just imagine myself sitting outside, drinking a Moretti, not my favorite beer, I have to be completely sincere, and talking with Frank about something really cool that is called Scepter. Before going into that, actually, I am... In the situation because I promised you that I want to recommend you every week or in every episode a different charity to give some money to in order to develop a good project or a good idea. This time, because we are talking about mountain bikes most of the time, or really trails, is called Trash Free Trails. If you remember, I talked with Dom already, was a couple of years ago on a mountain bike project called Drop to Flat. And I have to say that this name, Drop to Flat, was exactly the idea from Dom of Trash Free Trails. Anyways, we talked with him because I wanted to share with you people my potential trip from gravel to mountain bike. Spoiler alert, it didn't happen. And Dom was part of the episode about community. Now it's probably time to shout out at its amazing charity, who is taking care of cleaning the trails from polluting. And uh, they're doing a great job. Down in the description below you're gonna find the link to Trash Free Trail, otherwise just google it, and you have the space there on their website to take part to their event and also to donate some money. Again, just imagine me, Frank, outside, drinking a Moretti and talking about stuff. That's us! the lovely thing of this event, I'm talking about BCA, is um, that you're not only talking with amazing people, but you can also ride bikes that you have never ridden before. And it was actually the same thing that happened to me when I tried this amazing bike. But I'm not gonna say the name of the bike. I'm not gonna say anything. Then I'm just talking with Frank.
1: Hi, Frank. Hey, how are you doing? I'm really good. What about you? Um, I'm actually doing good. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here because it's First time for us as a company to take part in this kind of a beer just arrived, so we are happy. (laughs) Yeah, cheers. Yeah, actually, uh, really excited. Uh, it's the first time we had a discussion, well, we do have the opportunity to talk about bikes. So yeah, cool. So maybe we can give a bit of a contact contest here on. Where are we? Uh, we in lovely Tuscany in Italy. Unfortunately, the sun disappeared surprisingly, but until a couple of hours ago, we had uh, we we're really lucky with the weather. And uh, could I say w- what what kind of event this is? Uh, what you can say what kind of event it is, or also what. Booth we are at ah, okay at this this point all right uh, actually my name is Frank working for YT industries and uh, we gathered around um, talking product and talking, surprisingly, about the YT bike with drop bars. YT bike with drop bars. Yeah. The name of it is? It's a scepter. We call it a scepter, yeah.
0: Tell me more about the name, and then we're going to start going a bit more in the nitty-gritty of uh, everything happening there. Anyways, people, just again for a bit of a context here. Oh, sorry, context. Contest here. Uh, we are sitting here on an amazing sofa. It's a portable sofa. It's really nice. Yeah, this is Actually, it's kind of handy, yeah. Yeah, it's super cool, super handy really comfortable maybe it's not the warmest weather that we were expecting but no it's still good wearing a jacket, unfortunately yeah, yeah exactly drinking a beer it's Italian good. beer Moretti Salute. On the camera? and yeah. ah, let's drink first I
1: think I will
0: have one video. and also we have annoying people like Felix who is making a lot of noise while I'm recording
1: but let's start from the beginning Scepter why this name <laughs> uh, the Scepter is um, a coming the, the idea for the name is coming initially from if you imagine a king He has a scepter Mm -hmm. and the scepter is a a tool or a symbol for a certain amount of power. So uh, we decided to to, to wrap our head around the idea like, okay, we should name the scepter, which is a special bike for us as well, enables you or giving you the power to decide where to go with your bike. Um, So uh, you're the owner. You can say left, right, this trail, that trail, this road, that road. Yeah, that's where the name is coming from. And it makes a lot of sense, actually, because
0: also another concept, uh, help me, because I'm going to make a lot of mess. We were discussing about that this morning. Actually, the thing that we are trying to do with this bike is giving the rider, in this case, the
1: power or the confidence, no, to enable confidence. How did you say, actually? Actually, our mission for that bike was amplifying rider's confidence. I think that's what you're looking for. Absolutely. Um, Amplifying the rider's confidence. That's exactly what it is. You have really a
0: huge kind of uh, different ways and different options to ride a bike. And in really, I mean, many of those options, in all of those options, you feel really confident that you can do stuff in a good way, but for sure in a different way
1: than with other kind of bikes. Tell me more about that. Yeah, basically what we try to create with that bike is... Um, and what we talked during the rides we do have with different people here. Um, that's a, a tool to uh, create a community, which we consider the gravel community is, and that's the bike we're talking about. It's a travel bike from YT Industries. Um, talking about amplifying riders confidence it's a tool made not specifically for mountain bike riders it's it's a tool that caters cyclists in a, in a big variety so no matter if you your background is a, a road background or you're a mountain bike rider and looking for a perfect addition for your existing bicycle quiver everyone can have a lot of fun with that kind of bike and that was the main purpose Um, it's not like wind channel driven or whatsoever race driven it's a tool to have fun on trails basically that's the message you were talking about quiver
0: that's an amazing concept everybody's trying to look for this kind of magic thing maybe unreachable thing but i just believe that probably we are just asking a wrong question Probably people are not looking for a bike to do everything. <laughs> but
1: they are looking for a bike to have fun with. So, without, not to do everything, but to have struggle, fun. Without big hustle. It's 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 a simple bike. I mean, it has a suspension fork, okay. Mm-hmm. I agree. It has a chopper pose, agree. But in terms of uh, maintenance, simplicity, that's a perfect bike. So, there is no deep knowledge required to setting it up uh, it's just taking care of your tire pressure and uh, your saddle height and then yeah, you're ready to go yeah, yeah, yeah a bit of my impressions let's
0: start also from this other point Yesterday, without knowing everything, because, I mean, also here, a bit of contest. Um, I just arrived yesterday. I was not in a meeting with you. I just arrived here in the afternoon. And the first thing that I did, I said, OK, I'm looking for a gravel bike. Then I found yours. And I jumped on that. It was the first time for me. And my first feeling was, I, I mean, the first impression. Suspended fork. And uh, geometry that is a bit more kind of having a bit of an eye on something that is a bit more gravity oriented that the bike, the gravel bike that I have at home. I have an open up, it's a bit more road. So it's a completely different experience. So I saw it and I said, it's different, but why not? Then I jumped on that and the feelings were also kind of different. You go, I mean, also here, uh, you go out from the place where we are and there is a bit of a flat and for sure you are feeling the bicycle on tarmac and you're feeling the bicycle in a different way because I'm thinking, oh, okay, the c tube bangle, it's quite, I mean, standing, so it's quite really vertical. Then you have as well, I mean, the position is quite vertical as well. And I was thinking, okay, what's this bike? Then as soon as you go on a climb and then as soon as you touch the dirt, you really understand... That's why it's made for. So a lot of traction, thanks to the suspended fork, a lot of really good possibilities of climbing and less effort on climbing because, I mean, you are really pushing the pedal in the right way with this um, seat uh, tube angle. And then you understand that's what it is. And then I remember I rode it, then I come downhill as well and a completely different confidence than my bike. I arrived here, I talked with you, and I told you, this bicycle is just something different. As soon as you touch the dirt, as soon as you are going into a bit more, let's say, up and down, a kind of weird, different way of riding bikes from what I'm used to, and then you understand what it is. And then you told me, yeah, of course, we thought, there
1: are different bikes if you want to ride tarmac. We wanted to do something different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, the goal for, for us as, as YT has never been to create a, the fastest road bike in the, or road bicycle in the world. So, like I mentioned, we didn't put that bike in a wind tunnel or anything else. Uh, what we did, and we already started in late 2016, early 17, <laughs> uh, we built concept bikes or test bikes. Uh, we played around with the suspension fork. We rode a lot of rigid forks and rigid bikes and we figured out, okay, what we can find on the market uh, or products you can see and find. The companies behind that, they do have a strong road background and from their perspective, it totally makes sense. But test ride that bike or experience that bikes, we thought at a certain point, maybe there's a a, a bit of, of space to improve that product and if we're talking about riding a bike off-road, that's our core competence, that's the only thing we did for the last 15 years mm. and maybe exactly that knowledge base helps to create a bike, even if it has uh, troppers to create that kind of bike to uh, yeah, have the most fun on trails, but not only talking about gnarly downhill trails or whatsoever that would be stupid so it's it's mellow trails i mean the bike or you setting up the limits the bike can handle even more and for sure you can do techie trails but i think the majority of riders they can have fun off-road let's say that like without having a too, too big compromise on the road. I mean, we rode together here on the road. It's still a fast bike. But, uh, yes, the, the priorities haven't been in the woods uh, off-road. Yeah, okay. that was part of the concept, or th- th- the biggest part of the concept, to be honest. So. Yeah, uh, We had a talk this
0: morning, and then at a certain point you actually showed me a chart anyways, something like, yeah, a chart. And then there were, of course, several different aspects of that. Probably I'm going to post a photo about that. And uh, on one side, there was something like, I mean, a bit more the tarmaki part and racing and everything. And on the other one was the fun,
1: good handling on the, tra- um, yeah, on trails. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, yeah, we, we try to find different attributes or disciplines to describe, the current existing market what we investigated what we figured out and then for sure you're setting up goals what you want to achieve with your product and for example if we talked about that like at the Belgian waffle ride yes as if we want to talk racing um, we, we didn't create a bike w- which you can win the Belgian Waffle Ride because that's a different discipline and maybe there are even better bikes existing. Um, our background, our world where we're coming from, that's it's like having the right confidence or having the right product under your butt. Uh, that creates that kind of confidence that you're going to gain smiles and high-five uh, high fives after coming from the trail and basically you can only say yeah we had a fucking good time
0: yeah i actually really love this point so on one side of the spectrum there was the belgian waffle ride uh race sorry on the other side was the grinduro yeah. and actually yeah the scepter is a bit more
1: yeah if, if uh, i mean unfortunately we cannot show that that uh, diagram here but um I mean, there there is some parts where you do have an overlap in that in that sheet, but if we want to go into the extremes, um, yeah, we, we created some funny attributes like okay, that the market is uh, tending towards serious racing and lycra, and uh, which I do not judge at this point. It's just what we figured out. Um, but yeah, we 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 try to set up products to display the other side and uh, maybe that's less serious yeah. let's say like this yeah. uh, we not we're not um, on the hunt for Strava comps or whatever. We are on hunt for good times. Yeah.
0: Grinduro actually it's something. I've been to a couple of those. I hope that
1: actually I can go as well to the
0: Tuscany one, it's gonna yeah. be in a bit of time. Let's see. But public ones in, in the UK ones, yeah, yeah. it's a nice nice format. Absolutely. And the thing that actually I always loved about Grinduro is that you come as you are. I mean, there are people are not checking at your bike, there are
1: people are not checking at your clothing, you can go with lycra, you can go with shorts yeah, yeah, and you, can- no, you don't wear white shoes and white socks yeah, get your fuck out of here that's yeah. a different vibe and the beauty is spe- specifically at these kind of events we figured out today, we've been not on the road, on the trail actually with uh, some, some pro roadies, ex-pro roadies and uh, I said at a certain point that's the beauty for me uh, in the gravel segment currently it's like hey uh, we've never had the chance without a gravel bike to ride together and it's it's funny like we, the, the gravel bike and I hope ours too is bringing people together which would haven't be. A thing five, five, six, seven years ago, and yeah, I mean, who could complain about having good times with good people? Absolutely,
0: and that's exactly the point that I want to explore a bit more. Come as you are. So, yeah, I sure. mean, you are a um, gravity-oriented brand, YT, of course, making a hundred percent. Ma- Exactly. But on the other side here, you are at the event with your bike. You are at an event where you usually rode are. Yeah. So basically, you are trying to get one of the pillars of my podcast, that is actually inclusivity, into a product. That's why, I come as you are. So let's go out. Let's go out all together, and let's have fun. That's what's all
1: about. I mean, I mean, if you look now at this time, it's already late in the evening. We are, everyone is too late for dinner already, um, but are there are... Uh, I mean, a lot of people standing at our booth and uh, there must be reason for that. And if we could bring that kind of vibe to ex-roadies, existing roadies, future roadies, gravel dudes... Uh, yeah, we reach everybody. everybody. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, that's yeah, great. That's, that's
0: great. Cool. Another <laughs> um, couple of questions yeah, I was to so ask you. Not and not one is actually super personal. personal. <laughs> Frank, what kind of riders are you? What are, I mean, tell me a bit more about
1: your background as a rider. <laughs> oh, yeah. So a little bit more insights. Unfortunately, I'm mid, mid-40s already. Um, um, I love mountains in general. Um, that's why I'm living in Austria most of the time. Um basically if I have to describe myself, I would describe myself as an enduro dude. Mm-hmm. Um, um I there is no no actual start where I or definition when I did start writing it was always there. So I mean due to my age I started obviously with, with BMX bikes because mountain bikes didn't, didn't exist at that point and then yeah, there have been the crazy 90s where everything was riffraff and purple and whatsoever and hardtails uh, have been super sick and then obviously the suspension full suspension bikes came in and someone invented the dropper post and everyone was really stoked that yeah there's no need anymore to stop lower the saddle and then yeah, go downhill so uh, yeah I went through a lot of cool things <laughs> and yeah here we are now getting paid to taking care of development and or developing this kind of cool stuff and um, yeah it's 99% of the time I wouldn't consider my job as a job Because yeah, that's what I would do anyway. That's very great. And then the scepter.
0: How is actually the scepter serving Frank as a rider?
1: Um, uh, To be honest, um, let's start like I sold my road bike when I got the first riding samples for the scepter because I'm I'm a mountain bike rider. I'm a dual rider for sure, but I'm doing. all sorts of riding, like I said BMX, started with BMX kinda, and then I did Tartail, I did a lot of marathons in my life, a couple of 12 hour solo races, 24 hour races, and... Wow! Oh, oh, wow, It's what you say, yeah Yeah, I, I say it <laughs> <laughs> And I did the Mega Valor a thousand times and uh, yeah, alive. I, I, I like everything on, on two wheels more or less, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but my heart is, yeah pumping for mountains.
0: That's perfect, that's great. But you have anyway, it's a scepter, you ride it. And, and the
1: scepter, I mean, it's, it's. that's what I told you this morning, It the, the scepter actually is not so super alien for us as a friend, uh, maybe from the outside, but uh, at YT they're not only badass mountain bikers. Um, we do have yeah, different or a big variety of, of riders, so we do have some... People in the development department, they, they're riding more gravel than mountain bikes. And um, so, yeah, that, that, that idea of having this kind of bike isn't isn't such alien. And to me, it's like I said, I love the the the, Sceptre, the gravel bike, because it's very simple. It's easy. I didn't have to put all the body armor or whatsoever. It's no big hassle to start a ride if you want to go out easily without, without any struggle. I hop on the scepter and and uh, disappear for a couple of hours and then coming back and feeling really good. So um, yeah, that, that that's how it is. We we can do group rides. We can bring people together. Um, yeah, everyone should try their bike.
0: That's great. Uh, again, the last couple of things. But how do you see actually the scepter in the spectrum
1: of uh, bike packing or long rides? Um, bike packing. And here again, I should admit there might be better adventure bikes existing. Mm-hmm. In terms of long rides, um, I would highly recommend the Scepter um, because the geometry or the concept creates a stable ride feel, which is really exciting to have on longer rides. And due to the, the suspension fork we put in the bike and the dropper post. Um, it's very helpful, because that's maybe that's a misconception of the, of the fork. It's not made for hitting doubles or whatsoever. It's, it's really a tool to generate traction and comfort, specifically on long rides.
0: Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Something that I want to say, actually, I didn't comment on that, because I was talking about the traction that is amazing on the uphill and on the downhill. Another thing that I found natural was that as soon as I actually started hitting the downhill, I went on the drop bars, and usually it's not the easiest for me because, anyways, you need to be a bit more flexible probably and also to need to be a bit more confident to go on the drops. Tell me that. I'm mid-40s. <laughs> I'm also almost mid-40s. I'm almost 42. So yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, actually, yes. Um, so, I f- it felt completely natural straight away to go on the drops and then you feel straight away more confident on going on the downhills. And that's another thing. I mean, the geometries
1: brings you in the right position straight away right yeah yeah i mean um, geometry and having a balanced bike mm. that's really important i mean we can talk about the chains they should be very short because i love a playful bike blah 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 but that's that's just a part of it uh, a bike should be very balanced that's what we try to achieve on our mountain bikes as well and um That's what we, I guess, achieved on the scepter, specifically in the downhill, specifically in the drop-up position, which can be, or can feel a little bit off and weird the first time, because you're really bringing your weight low, and um, what comes with that is like you loading your front wheel, that generates even more grip, and that's exactly what you need. So, once you get used to it, it feels feels very good and, and very awesome
0: last thing so hi Frank I'm Stefano I'm sending you an email because I'm thinking about getting a new dirt bike I'm coming from uh, yeah I'm coming from Rhodes um, I want to hit a bit more, as I was saying, the off-road, the trail running, uh, the trail riding, sorry. I want to hit a bit more the trail riding and everything, and there is a mosquito going around. And uh, yeah, I want to hit a bit more the dirt and the trails and everything like that. What should I get? And uh, what question would you ask me in order to understand if actually the Scepter is my kind of bike or the Iso or the Capra or whatever? What
1: what the question would be? Yeah, the answer would be hi, Stefano. Please check out our website. We do offer rolling circus stops, and the rolling circus we do consider as our demo fleet, mm-hmm. which looks like a circus, obviously. And um, we are Europe wide, worldwide, uh, in, in America, East and West Coast, and um, that's a super opportunity. Please, yeah, let's meet there. Let's have a couple of beers. Let's have a discussion. Okay. Um, and then we can figure out what bike. You're gonna pick. We do. A, we do a perfect setup. We're gonna hit the trails together, and then, I mean, let me personally go out for ride with you, and uh, so I can see how you ride, uh, what your body position is on the bike, and then we can have a discussion what bike you can pick, or you check our website. We, yeah. do, ha- we do have a bike finder there, uh, which creates kind of journey, customer journey, and most likely you're going to figure out, oh, I want to buy Iso Core free. That's my kind of bike. <laughs> but ideally, we go out for a ride together.
0: So that's how this is the... I mean, being part of the... You called it the riding circus?
1: The rolling circus. Yeah.
0: The rolling circus. That's the way that actually you feel and you are a bit closer to the customer yeah. trying to ride together with them I mean, you're doing it in these kind of events but you're doing also the, i mean these kind of events are a bit more media events but you're doing also directly with the customers
1: yeah yeah i mean we we are direct selling company so our touch point with the customer is the website and our rolling circus which is normally is very well structured and organized so you can you can book bikes up front you can pick them up you do have a certain amount of time uh, available to ride them and to test them and if you're saying maybe wrong size wrong bike or maybe i'm yeah, not sure can i test the Capra or the chef yeah there's no problem
0: perfect it's really amazing i mean that's actually the perfect way in order to show people what your bikes are capable of but also what the mission of YT is
1: and in the rolling circus we do have very dedicated people they're very particular about a perfect setup of the suspension they're checking tire pressure, front and rear, and everything, bar with brake position, uh, brake, brake lever distance. Um, so, yeah, I think what I experienced so far, no offense, but the bike setup is a little bit more professional what you get from your dealer.
0: That's perfect. <laughs> and the last question because I was talking about mission. What's the
1: mission of YT in your words? Creating good times, and that's why we develop products under that label. Because we're not, I mean, meanwhile, we do have the YT mob, so um, we, we have proven that we do have fucking fast bikes, so we can win World Cups, but uh, the, mo- or the, the most important mission is like creating products, offering products, which we enjoy because we are part of our own customer group and uh, yeah which having or let, let customers having fun as well in good times that's our mission thanks a lot for making this happen actually it was a pleasure to talk to you <laughs> thank you
0: frank <laughs> thank you very much doing things in a different ways and this is the mission of YT in this case and also giving people a good time because that's the way. I mean, this is the only way why I truly believe companies need to provide products. Of course, uh, there are business stuff and blah, blah, blah. I'm not gonna talk about that, but you're gonna just grow your customer base or even better, your community just by giving them what they want. And in this case, it's good time. Who doesn't want a good time on a bike? I want a good time on the bike. Anyways, let's move forward but first of all remember down below there is the coffee link so if you want to drop some coins are pretty appreciated and uh, I love you Let's move forward Niccolo Northwave Northwave is a company that started from uh, snowboard basically or yeah from snowboard booth and they arrive at BCA telling me about their pillars and telling me about their mission and telling me what makes Northwave just super cool. Well, when I talk about these things and when I want to listen to this kind of uh, values and pillars, well, you know, you know what I mean. You know my pillars: sustainability. Inc- ah, the other way around: inclusivity, sustainability, and why not? Well, it looks like we are quite similar there. Nicolo, is your time. I'm here actually it's the same location where I was staying last year really next door and uh, I don't know it seems like it's something that is magic here all the time that I'm coming here I'm finding brands that are really cool that's why today I'm talking with Nicolo from Northwave and yeah we listened to the conversation today listen to the presentation I have an amazing conversation till now in Italian people so it's off records uh, but actually we really talked about each other the passion that we have on bikes and everything but probably better instead of myself presenting you mm-hmm. just tell me a bit more about yourself introduce yourself Nicola. yes uh, first of all uh, hi to, to
2: everybody thanks and uh, yes you spoke about uh, passion and I think uh, that uh, everything starts from uh, from there so I can say that I uh, started my uh, career is a term that is very professional but it's something uh, similar okay Uh, with the the bikes uh, more than uh, 15 years ago. And so, first of all, when I was a kid, I started racing with the bike. uh, um, At that time, uh, I did some uh, downhill racing, uh, enduro racing, and... uh, Thanks to that, I uh, had the, I can say, the um, yes, the possibility to start my professional career as a, before, as a graphic designer, of course, in Salle San Marco in Italy, because mm-hmm. uh, it was a company quite close to my hometown, and uh, yes, thanks to... Uh, to that, I had the possibility now to to start my uh, my trip no inside uh, inside the bike uh, bike community. So I think that the passion is now the base of uh, everything, and uh, passion is uh, what give uh, give us and especially I can say give me, okay, the the possibility to um, do what I do, okay, and to improve no day day after day because. Uh, uh, if you have passion, I can say you are curious, okay? And uh, so if you are curious, uh, you always try to uh, do something uh, in uh, the better way than the day before. And so I can uh, say that this, uh, um, yes, helps to, to make the difference, okay? To transfer something of you inside, inside the brand and, uh, of course, uh, uh,
0: um, outside, not to, to other people makes sense makes sense now you're working for northwave right yeah exactly. so maybe we can talk a tiny bit about we talked about that actually the four pillars of northwave so where are you standing
2: yeah so about the pillars say uh we have uh four pillars uh, first of all we have the authenticity yeah. Uh, why? Because uh, um, I explained uh, to you now before that the brand comes from the snowboard, uh, especially from the snowboard boots. And so, in um, in our way to be authentic, to, to be authentic, sorry, means that uh, uh, our roots, you know, connect to the mountains and connect to the snowboard is something that we want also to put uh, inside the cycling part of the business. Um, then uh, we we are uh, we have you now the exploration but uh, not only in terms of that, okay, I take my bike and go there for a, for a ride to, yes, explore the nature and similar, but exploration in terms of the uh, technicity because uh, uh, Norway as a brand has always try to do things uh, in a different way and uh, that's why we are um, one of the, um, I can say the, the only company that produces their own uh, dial system, and that's not the meaning of exploration. Okay, mm-hmm. and of course we have also the the inclusion because uh, we are here for everybody. We want to give the possibility to everybody to to have fun, and then I link to the 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 last one. But uh, no, last but not the least, pillars uh, of uh, our four pillars that is fun. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yes, I f- I can say that uh, yes, uh, I I spoke about fun uh, at the end, but it's the, the first point for uh, for everything, especially for sport.
0: Yeah, yeah, because actually something that we said in, uh, it was pretty good. I mean, for sure there, the, and this is actually a link between fun and inclusivity, right? Yeah. Or inclusion. Um, it is basically you. We, you are here for everybody. And this means that if you want actually to have fun by going fast on a bike... Yeah, exactly. We are, we you have the
2: possibility the- to, to offer you the uh, right product to, to go fast. At the same time, if you like to enjoy your time on a bike... Uh, we have, uh, uh, of course, the product that uh, know, uh, can support you to, to do that, and so that's the meaning now of uh, also of inclusion and also of to, to have fun. Okay, fortunately, uh, Northway as a brand uh, has the possibility
0: you now to uh, match uh, all these different necessities. No, no, that's uh, this makes a lot of sense because as I was saying. I mean, there are different ways of having fun, and the important thing is that you can be all together having fun. from whatever direction you are coming. Um, Another thing that actually is quite interesting, I mean, um, if I want to link a bit uh, Northway also with the the Broomwagon podcast, that's why I wanted to have this conversation. We are quite similar on that. You talked about your four pillars. The pillars of my podcast of the Broomwagon is actually three, inclusivity. Exactly what you're saying. I mean, together with everybody on a bike, Kind of fun, no matter what. They are not roadies against mountain bikers, gravel riders against, commuter, against commuters. Everybody's there to have fun. Come as you are, and we're gonna do something. Then there is sustainability, and that's also something pretty close to you. I mean, you're coming from the mountain, from the mountain bike, yeah. sorry, from the mountain bike, from the mountain sports in general, and this means actually being really close to the mountain, the nature, and all the environmental topics, right? And then the third one, you called it um, with a second um, exploring, right? Yeah, yeah, Exactly. And for me, actually, this is the concept of why not. Could be a new experience. Somebody was asking you, I mean, we were talking about before uh, one of your first experience with the Jeroboam, whatever, Mm -hmm. and telling people, do you want to join? And people get saying, why not? Or we were talking actually a couple of days ago about my trip in Albania Mm -hmm. with a bike, and it was actually a friend of mine telling me do you want to come over for a long trip? Yes, why not? But then it's also the why not, why not doing something more uh, technology-wise, creating your own deal and dial and everything like that. It's um, It's kind of this why not aspect that helps yeah. you explore every time more. So putting all these things together at this moment, how yeah. are you serving actually your community I would say or customer base maybe the customer base is a bit too marketing and commercial yeah. but community with your products what are you doing out there
2: yeah i can say that no we i wanted to um, speak about uh, our manifesto that can help me know to to answer your question because yeah. uh, uh, we say that uh, um, yes uh, as Norway, we uh, help you to ride your way okay and uh, I think that you no, know, the meaning behind Ride your Way exactly that you no know, is um, collecting a lot of different as- aspects. But the meaning is okay. We are here. We are here to uh, offer you to help you to enjoy your moment on the bike. And you know about enjoying time for everybody could be a, a different way to enjoy and To have fun with the bike, you say before uh, commuting, uh, cross country, road bike, uh, bike packing. You know, I think at the end, you know, the most important uh, things is to, to have fun. And so, if you find your uh, satisfaction to perform at the maximum level during uh, road racing, hey, this is your way to have fun. But at the same time, if you are someone that wants to connect with nature that want to relax that want to slow down and so uh, you take your bike for a bike packing adventure hey you can have fun in this way you uh, need to, to do that and we give you the possibility to do that and uh, that's the meaning behind ride your way so the most important thing is to take the bike and enjoy it no?
0: yeah absolutely absolutely Right your way. It's exactly another point that I would like to touch base. You showed me a video that is really good. And this means that actually you are really... But you have your way, but your ways can be more than one. And this is yeah. the example of one of your... How would you call it? Uh, ambassador, maybe? or. Oh, yes. Ambassador or uh, I can
2: say friends. No, it's, it's awesome. better. Yeah. It's better because... Uh, Uh, all all the guys that we are uh, I can say I don't like these uh, terms like working with but Mm. we enjoy our adventure okay Uh, like uh, Alex Hall okay Uh, is uh, someone that give us the um, opportunity to uh, explain better not the meaning behind Ride Your Way because uh, he was uh, a professional rider and in uh, that time of his uh, career Wave supported uh, his uh, adventure or his experience as a professional rider with uh, the product that he needs to perform at the maximum level but today that he's now he decided to stop uh, his professional career is a guy that uh, continues uh, enjoying uh, the bike continues um, to to have fun with the bike and uh, um, we are able to offer him what now he's looking for so different product different uh, different uh, approach you now to to have fun with the bike and so I can say that's no, uh, yeah, the, the real meaning behind uh, Ride Your Way. No, we uh, have the possibility to, to help riders to find
0: uh, their way. Maybe that's the last question that actually links perfectly to this last answer. So, my last question here is if you can summarize in your own words or maybe in the company words, what's the mission of Norway? Yeah,
2: the mission, uh, yeah. Good question, but you know, uh, I think the our mission is to provide fun to everybody. Okay, I think it's uh, it's the most important things. As I say, we discussed before, and I say, first of all, uh, I do that because no, I uh, I have fun doing that, and so I think if we as a brand are able to uh, transfer the ideas that uh, what we are doing and what you are doing is funny i think now it's uh, yes it's uh, we achieved the goal okay
0: thanks a lot Nicole. thank you thank you again fun good time that's what northwave wants to give to their own community people what do you think I mean, I think that this kind of episode, it's pretty interesting because I really like to talk with people and with brands that are sharing more or less my same, um, yeah, my same values. I mean, that's not advertising. I just try to put into this podcast the people that are behind the brand because we have to remember that it's not everything about marketing, it's not everything about sales. It's just everything about values and people behind it. I hope you appreciate it. Let me know what you think. Ah, and before finishing, well, thanks, Julio, and thanks, Simon, to have me again at the BCA Spring Gravel... No, Grav, uh, Gravel Road 2023. It's super great to come over there and to have a chat and to listen to what people have to say about... How cool is to say outdoor? Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Julio. And thanks by Connection Agency. And thank you. If you arrived till there, probably now it's a good time to first of all listen to one of my other episodes. Maybe the ones on BCA of last year. There is an episode actually that. Exactly talks, actually, where I talk with Julio and Simon on how this series of events started. I don't know if I can talk properly now, but how this series of events started, and I think it's a good place where to keep on listening to my voice. Otherwise, you find a lot of other episodes out there. I think that there are almost 250. And if you like this one, probably now it's time to... Push it to somebody else, send it to somebody who you think is gonna appreciate it and give me a good rating there if you want or just yeah, put a comment, do whatever you want, especially on Apple Podcasts, also Spotify and whatever else is appreciated. Coffee link down below. Please think about donating to Trash Free Trails also this time because these guys are making an amazing job out there. And if you have any feedback, Calamaro CC or the Broomwagon podcast. Talk to you in a bit. I mean, later. Ciao!